Good morning, everybody. Hey, you're listening to Mornings with Ken. Hey, you know the routine. Go get that cup of coffee, that virtual donut, pull up a chair, and stay a while. I'm really glad you're here. All right, does everybody have their cup of coffee and their virtual donut? You might as well just pull up a chair and stay a while before you go to work. And hey, don't forget, you can listen to me on the way to work. You know, I'm available on anywhere you get your podcast streaming sources, uh, Apple and, of course, the Anchor app and Spotify. Yes, I have not removed Mornings with Ken from Spotify uh, because of all the Joe Rogan controversy. That's right. Mornings with Ken is not removing the show from, from Spotify. So, hey, no protests for me. Oh, hey, I'm glad, I'm so glad you guys stopped by. It it really does my heart well to know that uh, perhaps I made one uh, person smile today or grin or chuckle or something like that. But hey, th- this uh, past weekend, um, Dixie and I, we sat down and go over our budget. Uh, once in a while, we, we do this. I guess this time it was more me um, seeking out some... Uh, other ways to save money. Um, and, you know, in 15 minutes, I saved $500. I'm like, oh, um, isn't that a commercial, uh, Geico? No. I did not save money on, on Geico. But um, I did save $250 a month. Um, not not by really canceling anything, but we re- reviewing... Um, two items on our budget list that I just made a phone call and said, hey, I don't want to pay this amount and I need to lower it or you're going to lose me as a customer. And between these two um, bills, well, I'll tell you what they were. They were um, phone and uh, cable. Phone and cable, um, I did some uh, talking to on the, and you, you got to be committed when you go to save money. You really have to be committed because you got to stay on the phone and you got to, um, you got to be patient and let them do their spiel about uh, how great of a service you already have. So you, once you set through that, then you can dive in and go, look, hey, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not willing to pay this amount of money per month. So um, what can you do for me? And so I managed between um, cable service and phone service to save $250 a month without really losing any, any not downgrading service. Um, so I was really pretty happy about that. Uh, and, that and that's just, uh, what, two expenses. I'm kind of excited to see um, what other expenses I can save. But that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about um, debt and money. And I know you've probably heard um, several episodes throughout the couple of years I've been doing this now um, about shows about debit and saving money. I guess because I'm a little bit passionate about it because money can do so much good. Money can be so much, so do so much good and if we handle it right, um, it could really change your life. And it's not always the big things, um, big changes. 
a lot of times it's just the small changes that when you do so many small changes, it really can affect your budget in a positive manner. I want to start off with a quote here um, by William Colbert. William Colbert? I think that's how it's pronounced. Advice to young men. And I think I'm going to look that up and see what he has to say. Maybe I need to order that from uh, online. Um, advice to young men. His quote says, To be poor and independent is very nearly in, an impossibility. Let me read that again. I always have to read things two or three times to really let it register in my head. To be poor and independent is very nearly an impossibility. That's so true. So true. I guess he, you know, he wrote a book, Advice to Young Men. I think we all should, should read his book. I should have read, read it uh, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. But to be poor and independent is very nearly impossible. And the reason is because when you're in debt, you're enslaved to the the, the person you hold the debt with. Um, if you're a debtor, you know, you're in debt, you're enslaved, you're going to work every day to earn money to give it away to someone that you owe. And uh, And it's as simple as... You know, you got an old electric company and a gas company and you are got to pay your house payment or your, your rent or um, your cable bill, your phone bill, your apps. Um, everybody's in debt to somebody. But, you, but when you're indebted to the point um, where it's overwhelming, um, you're not independent. You lose your independence because others are telling you what you can and cannot do because of how you've used your money. And uh, I'm kind of excited um, to see where else my budget goes by already saving $250 a month. Um, I, I need to schedule some more time to go over some other expenses and see what else I can save. So I'm really excited about it. But hey, let's take a real quick break and we come back, we'll get it started. Turn it up so I can feel it. So I can be near it Baby says she's got that feeling Moonwalking on the ceiling It's alright It's alright It's alright It's alright All right Turn it up so I can feel it Loud enough so I can get near Today's weather, a high of 41 degrees and a low of 14 degrees and mostly sunny. 
something you haven't heard in a long time yes a weather report on mornings with ken yes yeah, somebody uh texted me and said that they really miss my weather reports for the day and i stopped doing it because i realized uh many of the listeners out there are listening from uh really all over you know not everybody lives in the community and they could be listening from across the country or Around the supposedly, I have a listener. I have several listeners. Supposedly, in other countries, I kind of find that hard to believe. Um, I don't see an East German waking up one morning and thinking, uh, "Need to listen to Morning with Ted," or whatever. I don't know. I can't do a German accent. But um, suppose I got one in Russia and in uh, Africa and a couple other places. But uh, I can't believe I have one in Russia. Hey, if you are listening in Russia, um, tell your leaders to get away from, uh, you know, the Ukraine. Don't invade the Ukraine. It's just going to create havoc. So my one listener in Russia, um, yeah, make a phone call to Putin. Tell him don't invade Russia. We don't need any crazy stuff going on in the world today. But um, anyway, weather report. Somebody said they missed my weather report. Well, there you have it. Um, so I hope you enjoyed the weather report. Hey, with all this snow we've been getting, if you live in the Northeast Ohio area, um, it's been taking a lot of shoveling. And I have to give credit. Uh, my son, Daniel, my wife, Dixie, has done most of the shoveling um, because of my work schedule. And uh, that's the excuse I'm going with. But uh, they've done a lot of shoveling. And I realized, you know what? I'm going to have to invest in a snowblower. I really should because um, it, it, it's, it comes so handy when you need it. Now, I don't have a big area to snowplow, but I have just enough that it would be beneficial if I had a snowblower. So I think I'm going to plan to buy one for next winter season. Um, I'll wait till they go on sale and I'll buy one. Hopefully I can use next year. This year, eh, they're, I don't think anybody has them on sale. And um, from what I saw online, um, they're, on average, you're about, I mean, if you want a decent one, like middle, middle of the road model, they're about $1,500. Um, so I would rather spend uh, and get, I'd like to spend money and get a pretty decent one. I could buy the bottom of the line, 
but I really don't want to do that. So they're about $1,500. So I thought, you know what, I'm, we're going to budget for that next year. And so that started, um, you know, kind of on the subject today. I have to work for it. I have to work for that snowblower. Um, for 1500 bucks, I got to work for it. See, everything you buy has a, has a cost of your time. Of course, you know, it has a monetary cost, but it has a cost of your time. So how much time am I willing to give away of my life for that snowblower? That's how I've started looking at life on purchases. How much of my time do I want to give away for that snowblower? Because remember our quote from William Cobbett, um, advice to young men, to be poor and independent is very nearly an impossibility. To be poor and independent. See, because if I go by that snow snowblower, now um, I'm not independent. I have to pay that snowblower off. I have to pay for it. So I'm dependent on my job to make me be able to make that purchase. So how many hours am I willing to work? I could choose not to buy it, but I'm probably going to choose to buy it. So I I wanted to do some math and I figured, um, I think I, I figured since everybody, since minimum wage went up, I would do it kind of like a little bit over minimum wage because, you know, all my listeners, we are, we're all at different wages, right? We have some people that are high wage, some people mid, you know, we're all at different wage, wage, you know. So I thought, well, why don't I just take, I think I chose $16 an hour for the math. So at $16 an hour, somebody will correct me later if I chose the wrong figure, but um, earlier, I did uh, I did the math, sixteen dollars an hour, in order to buy a, f- a f- one thousand five hundred dollar snowblower, would have you would have to work ninety five hours to pay for it, so ninety five hours to pay for that snowblower at fifteen hundred dollars. So then you have to ask yourself, is it worth the time? That is it worth giving away your independence? For that snowblower, would you rather have a little bit freedom or be indebted? Um, and I know it's kind of simplifying it um, because you know you're going to go to work anyway, but you could use that fifteen hundred dollars for other things, um, maybe pay off debt or whatever. So you can use that fifteen hundred dollars, but is it going to be worth the ninety five hours? You have to work in order to pay for it. 95 hours. Average person, 40 hours a week. So, you know, you're looking over, you know, two and a half weeks, right? 40 hours, and that's 80, you know, times two weeks, 80, 15 hours left over. So a little bit over two weeks to pay for that snowblower. Is it worth it? Um, it's decisions we all have to make depending on how much money you make and, you know, you know what you can afford and, and how you're going to pay for it and, you know, things like that. So it's something to consider.
For me, I'm going to make that purchase, but I'm going to wait until the season's over, suffer through the rest of this winter. Hopefully, we don't get much snow and buy one when they go on sale. They might go on sale at the end of the inner, you know, winter season. Prices may drop, and that's probably when I'll buy uh, a pretty decent model. So that's a choice that I'm going to make, I think. So, but that's a pretty good one-time purchase, $1,500. But what about the small purchases that we make every day? How else could we save money? And I know, I lo- you listen to Mornings with Ken, you know I'm all about the coffee, right? So, but I'm not really... I'm a, just a plain coffee drinker, you know. Give me some coffee, throw some cream in it, and a virtual donut, and I'm done. Um, but some of you guys out there, because I see you sometimes on my way to work, I pass you at Starbucks, and the line is wrapped around the building and going out to the street. So I see all you guys um, in the morning <laughs> getting your your coffee from Starbucks, and I'm not putting you down from that. I particularly one don't really like Starbucks coffee. I think it's way over bitter, and I, I don't enjoy it. Um, I'm a Folgers drinker and make it at home. But real quick, I, I uh, looked up uh, Starbucks menu online and the prices. And I just figured, you know what? If you go to Starbucks, I, I'm going to guess that most people go to Spar- Starbucks are getting a fancier coffee. I don't think you go to, to Starbucks just to get a black coffee. I, I I wouldn't think so because, especially I know a lot of the ladies out there, you guys love your specialty coffee. And, and, and some, you men too, you men too. But So I think if you go to Starbucks, you're going to get like a cafe mocha. You're going to get something that I can't pronounce. You know, like I've tried to pronounce your Coco Moco Acapulco Tall, shimmy, shangy, spicy latte or something. Um, I, I don't even, I won't buy something I can't even pronounce. But um, so if you're at Starbucks, let's just say you go to Starbucks every day, which I think is from what I hear from people I know, they they do it at least once a day. If not, sending somebody out from the office during lunch to go get some more Starbucks. But let's just say you did that Every day, and, and I took the price of a cafe mocha tall. So, looked at the price online for a cafe mocha tall, it's three dollars and 45 cents. I didn't include the tax, I just took the value of the, of the straight up price of the coffee three dollars and 45 cents for a cafe mocha tall. Because if you're gonna go get your coffee, you might as well get a tall one, right? Um, so, if, and I wanted to say, well, if you do that every day. But I thought, you know what? I think they do go every day. But just to make it fair, I'm going to scale it back to 300 days. You know, 365 days in a year. I'm, I'm going to give you that. I'm going to scale it back to 300 times a year. 300 times a year, you know, each day, you're going to go get a cafe mocha from Starbucks. Well, at that price you're going to spend $1,035 a year on coffee. 
$35 a year on coffee for your cafe mocha. And I'm not criticizing you that. I mean, you have money and, and, and you got to treat yourself once in a while, right? So th- there's no condemnation. Believe me, I have my own uh, addictions. But just life happens and you go to, you know, you, you, it's part of life, right? So you're going to spend a little over $1,000 a year on coffee for 300 days out of the year. Now, what if you're like me and you're not really a fan of, it's like, you know, I'm not really a fan of any outside coffee from home. I enjoy the coffee that I make at home, unless you're at a diner. A lot of the diners have good coffee. But so I looked at, um, what if you made your coffee at home? Now I know you're going to say, well, I can't have my cafe mocha tall from Starbucks at home. But I know there's there's different um, coffee machines you can buy to make stuff at home that's a little bit fancier. But let's just say you were looking to really save $1,000. So I looked at, what, what if you made your coffee at home? And, you know, I did the math and I looked it up online for um, Folgers coffee because that's what I drink. And if you buy one of those big tubs of coffee, um, a I believe it was a, 12 ounce, 12 ounce cup of coffee is going to cost you 25 cents a cup. So if you make your coffee at home, um, it's going to cost you 25 cents versus $3.45 at Starbucks. So 25 cents for a cup of coffee at home um, makes your expense of coffee for the whole year three or $75. So 25 cents a cup, um, it's going to cost you $75 a year. Not bad, right? That's not bad. I mean, that's great. It's actually great compared to the cost of a um, store-bought or restaurant-bought coffee, right? So wouldn't you like to save $1,000 and just make your coffee at home for 25 cents a cup? It's just a suggestion. I mean, hey, you guys still go get your Starbucks coffee. Um, I'm guilty of other things, you know, and there's nothing wrong with with getting your coffee. I'm not saying that, but hey, we're just talking about um, getting your independence back from being indebted to uh, creditors. So here now, now I get to tell on myself, all right? So I... Am horrible about buying Coca-Cola from McDonald's. And it really has to be McDonald's. I'm not a fan of drinking Coke out of a plastic bottle. Um, it really has to be McDonald's Coke. And if I can, I'll, I will admit, I will share my life with you. I get two Cokes a day. Two, two Cokes a day. They're a dollar seven with tax, um, and I buy two a day. That's two dollars and eighteen cents a day. Two dollars and eighteen cents a day. If I did that three hundred times a year, I'm being generous because sometimes, you know, I, I do it on the holidays and stuff. So, um, but I'll just use to be fair, three hundred days a year, at two two uh, two dollars and eighteen cents. That's six hundred and fifty four dollars a year. 
$1,654 a year on Coca-Cola. Wow, I could use $654. I could really use $654. Wow, just think if I didn't buy Coke. And I think if you did the, the math, if you got a, if I was that desperate to have Coke and I bought a 12 pack, you're probably looking about 35 cents. No, you're probably looking eh, around 50 cents, around 50 cents um, a day. So I could cut that in half, my $654 a year. I could cut that down by half to 300 if I just bought uh, a case of Coke and, and did it that way. But I really need to cut it out altogether. Um, that's my hope anyway. So, hey, my throat's getting a little bit dry. Let me grab a drink of water and we'll be right back. Rain, rain on my face. Hasn't stopped raining for days. My world is a flood. Slowly I become one with the mud. Thanks for your patience for staying with me. I won't try to keep you much longer. I know you guys got to concentrate on the road and get yourself to work in the morning. Um, but I'm glad you took me with you. Um, all right, back to uh, just do uh, one more, one more um, simple way to save money. Um, <laughs> well, for one, for me, I got to stop going out and hitting the fast food restaurant. And you know the fast food, kind of off the subject here a little bit, um, fast food restaurants are getting so pricey, you're, it's almost a benefit to go to a nice sit-down restaurant and pay for better quality food than to go through the drive-thru of your local burger joint. Um, the prices have gone up so much. Um, I probably shouldn't know that. That means I go out way too often, so I need to save money on that. But um, I was going to use um, Applebee's. Applebee's as a way to save money. For one, Applebee's is good if you do the two for 20 or two for 25. I don't know if they've raised prices recently, but um, usually on their menu, Applebee's will have a, a, a special um, two, um, two dinners for the price of 20 or your other option is two dinners for the price of 25 and I think that comes with a free appetizer if you do the two for 25 And that's a great way um, to save because 
realistically, if the two of you went to one of those fast food joints, it's almost like $11, $12 a person, you know? So you might as well get better quality food and go to a place like Applebee's and get their special um, on their menu. And, uh, but even if you wanted to save more and say you wanted to cut that out, um, you know, if you went there, let's just say you, you went there two times a week. Okay. Not necessarily Applebee's, but maybe you, you and your wife went out to Applebee's one day and maybe, um, you met up with a friend and went out another day or whatever the case may be, um, but in generally, a lot of people eating out, I'm finding, like twice a week. It's not abnormal for people to eat out twice a week. And I don't make this stuff up. I kind of research it, by the way. You know, I'm just throwing it out there. But um, anyway, let's just say, for example, twice a week, Applebee's with tax out the door, not even gratuity, just with tax, you're probably looking around $29.99. $29.99 um, for a you know, meal at Applebee's. That's around a little over $1,500. $1,500 um, for the year, for the year. $1,500 for the year. Now, again, you probably eat out more than that Um but I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that number. I think it's a pretty safe number. Even if it's a little off, it's basically a little over $1,000 um, for the year. That might be actually generous. Um, but wouldn't $1,500 a year look good um, with money you can have at your disposal so you can gain your, your, dependent, your independence back from the creditor or just from life in general? So you don't have to work extra hours to pay for um, your meals. And again, I'm not, believe me, I'm not pointing fingers or condemning or anything like that. We all got to live life and, you know, life is meant to be enjoyed and there's nothing wrong with going out to eat. I know me and my wife do quite a bit of it. But if we wanted to scale back, we could save about $1,500 a year. So if you add, if you add some of these things up, um, let's just take um, let's just take the coffee savings and the eating out savings. Just off the top of my head, we're looking at uh, two about two little over two thousand dollars, a little over two thousand dollars just for drinking coffee. If you just switch to drinking coffee at home and not eating out um, as much. Um, you're looking over $2,000 a year. You know, sometimes, you know, I've heard people say, oh, we're guilty of this. Ah, we just don't have the money to go on vacation. We just don't, we just can't afford a vacation. And granted, um, the economy and the expenses are high. You know, hotels, rooms um, are, you know, they're, some are, depending on where you stay, um, you're looking about 200 bucks a night. Or if you want to go something really, really cheap, you can um, you can go cheap if you want. I, I prefer not to go too cheap because 
Um, I'm a big baby when it comes to hotels. Like, if I will splurge on anything, it's a nicer hotel room. I know it doesn't make any sense, but it's a, a creepy thing with me. I, I got to stay at a little better hotel if I can, if I can afford it. But anyway, regardless, you got over $2,000. And even if it's not the most fanciest vacation, um, just getting away when you have vacation time and free time away from work, um, $2,000, that makes for a nice little getaway. Um, like I say, maybe not something very extreme over the top, but a nice little um, weekend getaway or even you know camping or um, cheap motel. Uh, uh, bed and breakfast, um, you know, so you are free to do more things when you keep track of your spending. You're free to do so much more if you just keep track of your spending. And, you know, I like what Dave Ramsey says, you know, oh, I can't think of the, the exact quote, but, um, you know, gaining freedom from being in debt, you're, you know, your first, your first step kind of is know where your money's going. Tell your money where to go first. Don't let your money dictate to you where it's going. If you just keep a close eye on your money and then you could tell the money, no, I don't want... Um, over $1,000 a year going to Starbucks. I'd rather have that in my pocket. So you take control. Kenny, Kenny, you got to quit buying those dollar Cokes twice a day. Um, wouldn't you rather have $654 in your pocket extra? I mean, that would be awesome. It really would. And, uh, and get really quick, getting back, getting really to what I really wanted to share. Yeah, you could save this money by not doing these things or anything else you could think of, deleting your apps and your, your streaming services that you don't really listen to. But also, you can enjoy this money for vacation. You know, you got to treat yourself sometimes. You got you to gotta relax and enjoy downtime. Take yourself on a, a, a restful vacation. That's good. And you could do other things with that too. You know, um, you know I'm not trying to be uh, Mr. Uh, generous here, but, you know, there's, there's a lot of good nonprofit organizations out there that can use some more financial help if, it, if you felt like, Hey, I want my money. I'm going to save this money, but I wanted to do some good. You know, there's a lot of great ministries out there, nonprofits that you can give your money to. You know, in the in the Canton area, um, we have the Refuge of Hope, Refuge of Hope, and um, I'm looking at their website right now, and look at all the good they're doing. Just real quick, um, this this month, um, I'm not sure if they're talking about January or February. They're pro- well, they're probably talking about um, January, I would think. But um, in one month, they've served 7,635 hot meals this month. 
7,635 free hot meals to those in need at the shelter. Um, they provided over 1,120 safe nights in, in, with a bed to stay, spend the night, over 1,121 safe bedded nights. That's awesome. You know, in this brutal winter that we're having, they provided over 1,121 safe nights of, of, of safety. Awesome. Gear to date, so far this year, 67,000 hot, nutritious meals year to date. 67, over 67,000 hot meals um, year to date. Um, I'll skip over here. Um, last year, 79,000 hot meals, a little over 79,000. Um, last year, um, 13,000 safe bedded nights, they refer to it as. 13,000 safe bedded nights. And you know how they, they get to do this? They don't have an endless supply of money. They're just people like you and me who mostly volunteer their time to help people in need, those that have no place to go. They do this out of donations from people like me and you. And, you know, they're just one organization um, that um, does good, good for others and keeps people safe and warm and provides meals for them. And uh, in many cases, some of these, I'm not sure about Refuge of Hope, but um, other homeless shelters, um, Haven of Rest in Akron, they provide work training to help these men and women get back into the, war, the, the workforce if that's what they're desiring and if they're willing to work at it. Um, they help them get back into the workforce, rebuild their lives, help them find a, a permanent place to stay all because of generous people who have excess income and maybe are willing to sacrifice um, for the good of others. And I just think that's awesome. I know I would like to do more in being generous for my, with my funds just because it helps others. You know, I don't need to spend $1,000 on coffee I don't need to spend $654 a year on Coke. Um, nothing wrong if I keep doing it. Um, that's fine. That's a choice I've made. But I think my money could be used um, for the good of others too. And just real quick, just speaking of um, you know us people of faith that go, that attend church, um, how much good could some of these savings um, do and benefit our local churches that we attend. You know, sometimes, you know, can, can I just throw this out there? And not to make anybody feel guilty, please don't feel guilty. But sometimes we think, you know, I just can't give to the church. I just don't have it. You know, things are tight. And that's fine. If you're going through a financial hardship, um, speak to the elders of your church and your pastor and see if they can offer any financial help of uh, guidance and advice. There's a lot of free help out there for budgeting. But sometimes you have to ask yourself, 
am I not giving to my local church where I'm fed and taken care of as far as spiritually because I'm not generous with extra money that I do have? Could I donate $1,000 by not eating out so much? And again, this is not to bring condemnation on anybody. Um, You know, don't, don't think that Ken's pointing fingers at, at anybody. I'm not. I'm just encouraging you that your money has power to do good. And if you want to and if you want to live an independent life away from your creditors, remember William Colbert said to be poor and independent is very nearly an impossibility. But if you get yourself on solid ground financially, you be you get back your de, your independence. So hey, just something to think about today. Hey, I love you guys and uh, take care, and we'll see you again soon. from the